Hey everyone, welcome back. This is Michael Fields, your host. Welcome back to this life-changing podcast and mentorship, accountability mentorship. The topic we're going to talk about today is the people and mentors that we place in our lives. How important do you guys think that is? The people we place in our lives create who we are as a person, who we are as a mentor, who we are as a business owner. If you don't already know this, whatever negativity or positivity or information you get from other people spews out to others. The people we also place in our lives also affect us with our attitudes, our relationships, our success rate, and many other aspects of our lives. When finding mentors and friends to be in our lives, we need to make sure and be aware of who these people actually are, how they treat other people in the world. This doesn't mean that people can't change. We just need to be apparent and aware to how they are. How do they treat people when they are a business owner? How do they treat their employees? How do they treat their customers? But to become truly accountable, we first need to find people that are going to push us to become the better us. When we find people, we want to find people that are going to give us advice, that are that are already successful in some way, somewhere that you want to eventually be. Now, it's not okay to covet, it's not okay to want what they have, but you're shooting to find a mentor or a friend that is kind of where you want to be in your life. Already successful, this person may be making more money than you, um, may have a fully successful business, maybe that's what you want. It's okay to have a dream. It's okay to shoot, to have somebody that's going to push you to be the better you, to, to expand your business, to expand your knowledge. It's important to have good mentors that are also going to help you achieve your short-term and long-term goals. It's not saying, I want to be exactly like this person. It's saying that I want to be successful like this person. Even though money is a motivator, it's not always something to shoot for. Now, if you're in a business and you're like, you know what, as a goal, I want to make this, uh, this much money down the line. That's okay. That's fine. But it's not always the answer. Purpose and happiness, helping people fulfill their life, is also a motivator. You can make a goal that says, you know what, I want to make a million dollars that can change other people's lives in the future. Because if you made an extra million dollars this next year, and you had a business on the side, instead of just benefiting, benefiting yourself, how many people in this world could you donate some money to? Or how many people, people's lives in this world could you change if you had an extra million dollars this next year? It's not all about our gain. It's also about changing other people's lives to make this world a better place. Holding yourself accountable not only changes your lives, but like I said before in the last few podcasts, it will change the lives around you without a doubt. 
Sometimes just choosing mentors to become a better person in general is also a good prerogative to have. But it's time to surround yourself with mentors and people to listen to. Now I've heard this from different mentors, but in my personal opinion, I feel that the top four people besides family and direct family or family that you live with makes the greatest impression on your life. When we find these four people, four mentors and four friends, they're gonna push you. We need to make sure that these four people are where you want to be or are in a situation that you want to eventually achieve in your future. These four people are going to shape the outcome of your success. You're gonna say, Michael, you know what? I have a lot of friends. I go drink into the bar or I go hang out with these friends a lot. Well, are they where you want to be? Just think about that. Now I have best friends too. I only hang out with them very, not very few, few times throughout the year, but I still hang out with them, you know, and that's okay. But who do you surround yourself with? What are your, who are your four mentors? Are they more successfully than you are? Are they in, are they in a, a boat that you would like to be in? Or would you like to be in their shoes eventually? And if they're not in your shoes, or if they're not where you want to be, then you don't need to listen to them either. So don't listen to the negative comments if they give you negative comments. Are the people in our lives dragging us down? Are they toxic? Some people we choose to have in our lives may be preventing us from actually reaching our true potential. And it's very easy to diagnose these, um, these people by asking these questions in general. First question is, is this person pushing me to accomplish my personal dreams and goals? Question number two is, when emotions are high, is this person still in support of my goals and dreams? Question number three, if I ask this person for advice, are they going to give me the runaround and tell me exactly what I wanna hear? Or are they going to push me and challenge me? And question number four, is the material my mentor giving me truly making a difference, not only in my life, but in the lives around me and others? And this last question could also be that you're, sometimes that we outgrow our mentors. So just be prepared for that. Um, I feel like I have had mentors in the past who I've just outgrown, but that doesn't mean that they can't still provide um, great material for me to grow. That just means that, hey, I need to talk to them and say, listen, could you provide me a little bit more material in this area? Doesn't mean just go ahead and dump them, but, you know, kind of kind of talk to them and see if they can give you any, any kind of other material. But for the other, these first three questions, if your friends cannot be your mentors, then why are you spending the most time in your life with them? Why are you spending the top four people that you hang out with besides direct family and your spouse? And, you know, one of these mentors could be your spouse also. So don't get me wrong. If you want to count them as, as a mentor, that's okay. My spouse is my mentor. So I do count her as one of my, one of my mentors. But if she, if she or he is in your top four, are they truly answering those questions? And if not, then maybe you don't need to be putting them on your mentor list. 
And that doesn't mean they can't change and become a mentor eventually, but maybe right now it's not time for them to be your mentor. But we need to ask these questions every time we look for a mentor. And if you don't have a mentor, maybe it's time to start looking. It's not, it's not hard, you know, you wanna to try to find some people that you can find um, that have content out there that are where you wanna be. You're looking for someone that can generally create a better you and they can answer all of these questions above 100% without a doubt. And if you question that borderline, hey, is this person actually helping me out with my goals and dreams? Maybe it's time to look elsewhere. But if you can say without a shadow of doubt, yes, this person helps me out in that area, then maybe we need to keep them around. Is it okay to outgrow our mentors and friends? Yeah, it's okay. That doesn't mean you can't ever not hang out with them eventually. But, you know, when you surround yourself with your, your top four people in your everyday life, maybe they don't need to be in that top four people. Doesn't mean you can't go hang out eventually or go hunting or go fishing with them. You know, just maybe it's not an everyday thing where you need to spend a lot of quality time with those people. You should, you should always be in search of people who are where you want to be. So this means, like I said earlier, you know, it did before, this could mean you outgrow them, you outgrow certain people, but it, it is also important imperative that you keep those other people in their lives too, because eventually they may ask for your help, or they specifically might be around to give you some other advice um, that are not on your top four too. But this could be, um, this could take a little while to, to play around with, um, switching mentors a few times to get to where you want to be um, mentor-wise. But like I said, having those four mentors in your life, those four top people you spend the most of your life with, are going to change yourself and mold your success. So answer those questions and make sure that they meet your criteria. But it's important to never forget those other mentors that helped you. They may need your help in the future also. When selecting our business partners, I want you to ask the exact same questions before actually delving in and being in a full-blown business plan or a relationship with someone. It's important that we answer these questions because if they're not thinking about the same outcome as you, this person could be toxic to your business and could totally ruin you. So let's ask these questions. And maybe I'll have another podcast because I do feel that if you have an actual business partner, there is some other criteria that you might want to meet. Um, but we need to make sure that this business partner not only meets our criteria, but pushes us to be a better person and to help you, both of your guys' business grow, you know, both of y'all's business grow. Now, it may be okay still to be on the same level as you, but we need to make sure that their goals and dreams and business um, goals are in line with yours. The last thing you want to do is get get into a business relationship with someone and their goals and dreams be totally opposite of yours. We don't want that. Now, it is easier to choose a business partner that is above you in some kind of way because they could also mold and shape you 
to be a better business owner. But if you don't have that, uh, that someone that is more knowledgeable than you that you get in business with, it's more, it's most important that, like I said, your goals and dreams match up in your business. Another podcast that I'll do down the line, or maybe a couple podcasts from now, is, and it will touch on the subject of being stagnant. If you become stagnant, it will put you on a track to failure. So always strive and choose people who you want to constantly grow with every day, no matter what. Now, kind of what I touched on a little bit, little bit ago. Can't, why can't I make my family, my wife, my spouse, why can't I make them a mentor? Well, it's not that you can't make them a mentor. It's just that maybe they're not mentor worthy. Now, yes, it is important to have a spouse that meets this criteria because then you know eventually that you're going to have a successful relationship, you're going to have a success, successful marriage because they're helping you achieve your dreams and goals and vice versa. You should always help them achieve their dreams and goals. It's not a one-sided situation. You both need to be on the same page helping each other out. Now, when you get into a relationship, sometimes this may not be apparent at first, but eventually you could make your, your spouse your mentor. And in a marriage, I do feel that it is most important to have your spouse as one of your top mentors because you spend your whole life with them. So them motivating you and them pushing you to be a better person is not going to also help you, but it's also going to help them because you can do the same for them. But if they don't answer those four questions, it's very imper imperative that you don't shut them out with your business. You keep them informed of what's going on but they may not have that same drive and vision as you do. So it's important to share your feelings with them, but maybe it's not time to have them on your mentor list right now. It doesn't mean that you can't listen to them, but until they're truly pushing you, keep them off of your mentor list. But make sure you, that you involve them into the business. Don't shut them out. Make sure keep, you keep them involved in it. You tell them what's going on, how are you doing it? Hey, babe, check this out. Come check this motivational thing out with me. I It took me a little while, but I finally got to the point where I started listening to a bunch of books. And I kind of made the mistake of listening to a lot of different things that my spouse didn't want to really listen to. But she wanted to start doing other books. So she, we went on Audible, and she started... Um, buying books on there and now we start reading books together and now she asks certain things about my business and I said you know what you should maybe read this book and it will kind of get you on track um, of what this subject is about and now I see her going in and, and rereading all the books I read so you know it may take some time and it you know it it definitely will take some time still um, but now that my wife is pushing me to be the better me I now have her on my top four. Now, yeah, I say my, my spouse is on my top four, but I also try to group my family and mentors in a kind of a different manner because I feel like I also have a bunch of family members that are my mentors. I kind of have my top four family members and I kind of have my top four 
um, people that are not family. And um, the reason I do that is because I feel like you should always have an, in, an outside influence to your life. Now, does that mean that I should only have four mentors on between my family side and my not family side? No, that just means that you should have a minimum of four mentors. So we need to shoot for the minimum. And then if you have any other mentors besides that, by all means, it's okay to have more mentors than just four, but I'd just say that you should probably start at four. Such as my parents. My parents, um, at their age before they're even retired, have become financially free. And that's kind of a goal that I want to eventually be in. And I'm, you know, we're pretty close, but, you know, eventually that's where I want to be. So my parents are, are my, uh, very important mentors in my family. And so it doesn't need to be a specific, hey, this person is way richer than I am. No, not in every aspect. I, ha I have a couple mentors that, that make less than mo money than I do. But I don't hate them for it. I don't, like, beat on them for it. They are more successful than me, and they still make less money than me. That is amazing. That, those are the people that you still want in your life because they're still going to shape you and mold you to be a better person. You, and that, the, that means, you know, you don't always need to find people that are, are rich. This, you know, wealthy rich. Um, this also, the people that you look for could also be rich in religion success, you know, spirituality, you know, physically richer, a better person in general. These people can help you mold your life to shape your success and can also make you a better person to the outside world and to people that you decide to change in the future. Change as in you're, you're helping them become successful in the future. Next question um, that I was asked by a friend of mine is, can my wife be my business partner? Yes. This person should be your biggest fan. So yes, they should be your, let's say, vice president of your company kind of deal. Um, they don't really need to be, but I'm just saying in general, they should be involved. Don't shut them out. Keep them Keep them accountable also, but also, you know, don't shut them out and keep them informed of what's going on. Even though they may not be where you want them to be um, or where you think they should be in the business, it's still important to keep your spouse and significant other a big part of your business. Always take advice from your spouse and don't shut them out. Help them feel included. This doesn't mean you have to make the same businesses business decisions that they tell you to make, but it's imperative that if they give you some advice that you listen to it deeply and maybe meditate on that and say, you know what, is this something that I should do? Is my spouse supportive of this? And then make that decision educationally from there. Now, for some people out there, maybe maybe not having their spouse in their business is the best decision. But that doesn't mean that it can eventually happen that way. Still, even if you can't add your spouse to your business right now, stay patient, 
and continue to inform them and keep them included in everything. Maybe eventually down the road, they'll become a little more supportive and actually want to be part of your business. Maybe your spouse doesn't even want to be a part of your business. That's okay too. But also make them feel included. If you go to your if you go to lunch with a business partner or um, your accountant or your banker or someone in your that helps mold your business, maybe take them take her for lunch while you're doing it. You know, take her out for lunch while you're having that little lunch meeting. That will make her feel included. And you're spending more time with her or him. So thank you for listening to this course. Um, we'll kind of go over a little bit um, kind of what we learned about this course and then I'll close out. So what we learned today, today is to find your top four mentors. To find these people, you have those four questions. So write it down. The four questions are, number one, I'm going to go through them real quick, is, is this person pushing me to accomplish my personal dreams or goals? Number two, when emotions are high, is this person still in support of my dreams or goals? Number three, if I ask this person for advice, are they going to give me, are they going to give me advice that is going to push me and challenge me? And number four, is this material my mentor giving me truly making a difference? Not only in my life, but the lives around me or others. For your business partners, is your business partner that you're choosing or in business with right now, are they where you want to be in the future? Do they have the same kind of mindset that you do? Do they have more experience than you? Are they going to push you to be a better business person, business owner? Are we including our spouses? Are we including our significant others into our business? And if so, why not? Why aren't we including them a little bit? If they don't want to be, then that's fine. But why are we not including them in our lives? If we're going to spend the rest of our lives with someone, why not include them so that they're aware of all of our business moves? There's less stressful in general. So let's go out and find these four mentors and friends and even family members that are going to help you become the better you. These people are where you want to strive to become. They don't need to be fully successful. They don't need to be a millionaire. They just need to be better than you are. So be humble and find out what you're lacking and stick these people in your life because you need this to become successful. Remember, these top four people that you spend your life with are going to mold your success. And maybe, maybe, you know, this is a, this is a wake up call to some people. Maybe, maybe we need to start hanging out with these other four mentors instead of the people that we hang out with now. Maybe those people we hang out with now are going to drag you down. We need people that are going to push us to be successful, not stay stagnant and stay, you know, go to the bar and listen to Jimmy and he tells, tells you his life story and that life story doesn't benefit you at all you know maybe going to the bar once a week with your friends isn't the thing to do maybe we need to strive to do something else and that's another thing is we talked about routine a couple podcasts ago is how much time are you spending with people that are not helping you succeed in your life 
maybe that extra two or three hours of hanging out with your friends and going drinking with your friends or hanging out with people that are not your mentors, maybe how much, how much, how much time and success could you think um, you would gain if you actually talked to these people and went to have a beer with these people than went to have a beer with these other people that are not part of your mentor list? How successful would you become if you just spent that extra amount of time with people that are going to mold you? Hey, thank you guys once again for uh, joining me today in this podcast. If you like this podcast or know anybody that will like this podcast, please like, subscribe, and share it on your social media or anywhere else if you need. And for the people that have listened to this podcast and need some extra motivational material, go on to my Facebook page, Accountability Mentorship, and check that out. I'll be posting a few times a week on there for now on. And... Um, that will give you a little bit extra motivation throughout the week. Once again, thank you all for listening. And remember, change yourself and find your purpose so that you can change the lives around you through your passions. Have a great day. Have a great week.